My name is Phil Mendoza, and this is a championship bow hunting podcast fueled by Mountain Ops. Join me and my guests as we give you bow hunting tips to take your preparation to the next level. Welcome back to Championship Bow Hunting Podcast. I'm Phil Mendoza, and today we are going to be getting into part two of the East versus West hunting setup breakdown. Before we do so, want to send a quick shout out to today's episode partner, and that's Grizzly Coolers. Uh, check out Grizzly Coolers. They came on strong with the Alpha Bow Hunting Challenge, and I tell you what, I, I use my Grizzly Grip Cup every day. Looking forward to getting some, some more meat in my Grizzly Cooler as well this year. So if you're looking for a new high-end cooler, check out Grizzly. They're worth it and great people working out there. So on our previous podcast, we discussed the uh, starting to break down the differences between an eastern bow hunting setup and a western bow hunting setup. And I went into a little bit of depth as to where I felt axle-to-axle length uh, really was less of a, of a factor. It was more of a sight factor. And, you know, the, the, the one thing I started talking about briefly was arrows. You know, that's, that's another di- uh, difference from one, se- one setup to the other you might see. And mainly I would say that it's because some... Some states have a re- minimum grain per pound of draw weight requirement. Uh, others, uh, you know, just have bigger boned animals, you know, with elk and moose uh, and, and mule deer. Not that white-tailed deer can't get as big as a mule deer, but, you know, th- that's another, uh, another factor that you commonly see. A lot of western bow hunters want that little heavier arrow weight for, you know, the higher momentum kinetic energy. Uh, another difference that you see and this is something that I've, I've got some friends that that run pro shops in the midwest and east and talking with other bow hunters again like i said from mainly i'm taking my my information from people i've spoke with at at uh shooting the asa circuit which is primarily uh, eastern eastern based organization and it seems like the draw weight of bow hunters also is uh the norm to slightly less and what i mean by that is bow hunters out west you'll see very commonly in that 65 to 75 pound range it's not uncommon to see guys pulling 80 to 85 pounds and the reason for that is just they want to push that heavier arrow a little bit faster and keep their speed up and again most often you're not sitting in a tree stand with sub-freezing temperatures and having to draw your bow back cold so when you're hiking around you're moving around it's less of an issue to uh, pull a little bit heavier poundage in my opinion you know and then the other thing is you know so I, I what i've what i've understood is some bow hunters like i said out east that, that there's a lot of bow hunters that'll hunt whitetail with 50 to 60 pounds and it's enough to get the job done apologize if you're hearing the the rain in the background—it's—it's—it's it's, it's coming down here pretty good. Uh, I'm actually driving, so always multitasking for for the listeners out there. Uh, another 
Another difference that you usually see is broadheads. And again, going to some state regulations, there are states like Idaho that don't allow you to shoot a mechanical broadhead. So fixed is your only option. So it seems that because of the uh, heavier boned animals, thicker skinned animals, and some states regulating it, it seems that western style setups uh, lean towards that fixed blade style head. You know, there's there's a lot of awesome heads on the market that are that are hybrid or or just fully mechanical heads that that can definitely get it done on the bigger skin animals. But you know, that, that's that's a debatable topic that that's not for this this podcast. But still, that that's that's one of the differences you see. And you know, again, I I guess one of the things I just want to stress, and I I, I tried to allude to it on the last episode. I've used my setup, which I have a fixed pin slider. I've been using that style setup for years. And I use that out west all year when, throughout my seasons. And then when it's time to go hunt whitetail, I just take that setup and I go hunt whitetail. And I will say that confidently any western uh, style or you know catered to, to western style hunting setup is more than adequate for eastern style hunting. And I'll, I'll even say that most Eastern-style setups are good enough for Western-style hunting. Uh, the, the category of bows, the, the, the quality of bows has, has just gotten so so good the last, you know, I would say six to eight years and even maybe ten years. Performance is up. Um, you know, again, we're, we're shooting bows that are on average in that 30 to 34 axle-to-axle range, of which years ago... It was in that 37 to 42 axle to axle range. So, you know, just by current standards, a 34 axle to axle bow may be longer. Uh, six inch brace height might cater to your western hunter for some more speed. But there's nothing that says you can't use that setup out east. So, you know, just to close out this east versus west kind of description or coverage, uh, it all comes down to shot placement. You know, being proficient with your setup practicing in all situations and anything that you may experience in the field whether it's in a tree stand ground blind or spot and stock still hunting out in the west you know that it's it, it all comes down to shot placement so i hope you enjoyed these last couple uh episodes talking about the east versus west setup it's a great question uh, from a listener if you have any questions yourself you want us to address Send them in to phil at championshipbowhunting.com. You can find me on Facebook at Phil Mendoza or Instagram at uh, alphabowhunting or phil.mendoza. Send me a message. If we select your question, we'll send you some free alpha bow hunting gear. And hope everybody has a great start to the week, and we will catch up with you soon.